celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Well, good morning, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this uh, kind of uh, laid-back, kickback recovery Wednesday from the big 4th of July weekend, that's for sure. We welcome you to the show on this 7th day of July 2021. That is, of course, 772021. That's your date. We welcome you to the show. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM in Las Vegas. And, of course, we cover the world through many different platforms, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global. Your devices, your iPhones, and your Androids with the uh, phone apps, the KSHP phone apps, and, of course, podcasting, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Just type us in, and we'll still start listening to us. Uh, so, however, wherever, whenever you get us, welcome to the show. Well, it's been a real interesting weekend, of course, uh, both uh, nationally and in horse racing as well. We had a great uh, 4th of July weekend here in Las Vegas. Much, much different than last 4th of July. Big fireworks displays, people were having fun and all that. Yeah, the COVID uh, positives have gone up, but not uh, unmanageable. Uh, being cautious, but not unmanageable with all these people here in town. I mean, we had, I don't know, 200, 250, 250,000 uh, people in town, maybe. All the hotels were full and et cetera. So uh, our health department here in Las Vegas, by the way, we welcome everybody to the show, no matter how you get us, wherever. Uh, our health department here, uh, since the uh, COVID uh, numbers uh, started going down and manageable, they uh, do not report over the weekend, so they'll they'll clump it all in on Monday. Well, Monday happened to be one of those pseudo-holidays, so they clumped it all in yesterday. So you had a four-day positive uh, total of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Over the entire four days, there were 1,346, which is what, about 325 positives per day if you average it out. Uh, however, because of that, our infection rate did go up. Now, we got an infection rate here in the state of Nevada of 7.9% now. Uh, and in Clark County, it's even higher, 8.7%. And they continue to implore all of the uh, folks out there that haven't got vaccinated to get vaccinated. Vaccinations really will help. And so just kind of do that as a, a matter of... Uh, I don't know, decency maybe? Uh, certainly to, to keep us, uh, you know, uh, regulating this thing. Because this COVID is not going to go away. It's just going to be where we can regulate it and have more drugs to um, combat it and, and treatments, etc. But uh, that's the deal. But, uh, but uh, overall, the entire town had a pretty good time. Uh, man, it was just back. People, uh, their first big concert. First big concert. At the new uh, Allegiant Stadium, the $2 billion stadium for the Raiders. We actually had, uh, you know, um, concerts there before actual football. 
So that was going on. Everything everything worked out. Uh, Las Vegas is back. It's just that simple. And so is the heat, by the way. Look, right now outside, it's 90 degrees. 90. And I... 90. It's going to get up to 115 degrees today here in, in uh, Nevada, in Las Vegas proper. So you know what that means. I'm going to tell you right now, stay hydrated. Get that, Keep that water by you all the time. Stay hydrated because you can get dehydrated not knowing it. And by the time you get dehydrated, it may be too late to uh, uh, before something gets serious. So stay hydrated today. Pets, keep them inside. Of course, unless you have a snake as a pet, I guess. Um, the kids, same deal. You don't want them keeling over and all that stuff there. Even if they play in the pool, you know, the sun is so intense, keep a lot of sunblock on them. And, of course, uh, those folks out there, the elderly and older folks like myself, who, um, you know, may not be able to handle the heat as, as well as we used to, just uh, keep an eye on all those uh, folks as well. And we'll be okay here in Las Vegas, your gaming capital of the world. As far as weather across the country, a lot of stuff going on in the uh, in the entire shoreline of the Gulf Coast of Texas. And it's starting to make its way up into Louisiana. And you got a whole bunch of stuff going on in Florida. You got that hurricane going on up there and all that stuff in Florida. So keep an eye on that. And some action north of the Great Lakes area into Canada. Uh, Southern California. Great weather. East Coast uh, from the mid-Atlantic to uh, the very top of the uh, Atlantic coast. Clear as a bell. And um, hopefully it'll uh, be nice and clear in uh, Minnesota where Canterbury is at. Dave Valento uh, said he might stop by and give us a little bit of uh, good stuff about Canterbury Downs. John Lendo is going to be here. I asked John to kind of explain what's going to go on at Del Mar to give us handicappers a better handle on how to handicap if you can. Yeah, every little bit helps when when you get to Del Mar to handicap. But they got this new um, program in place for horses that are coming in to try to get more horse flesh in and more competition. And sometimes we have to understand uh, when they bring horses out, if they are eligible for some programs, why trainers would put them in certain races, etc., to give them the best chance of making that score. And so John will kind of give us a little bit of heads up on that and look at uh, the upcoming Delmar meet. And Jerry Jackowitz, he'll be along with his little analysis as well. And, of course, your racing menu. So we're going to uh, try to do a couple of things that we don't normally do or have time to do on a usual Wednesday show. Um, and, you know, i got to tell you that coming up uh, uh, this weekend, Belmont Park is going to have uh, three big stakes races on Saturday. You got the Grade Three Victory Ride, and then you got two Grade One Turf races for three-year-olds. The Belmont Oaks Invitational for three-year-old fillies at a mile and a half. I'm sorry, mile and a quarter. Mile and a quarter. The Belmont Invitational Derby, a Grade One on the turf for uh, open three-year-olds, and that's also at a mile and a quarter. Now the Belmont Derby. Is a million dollar purse. The Belmont Oaks is seven hundred thousand dollars. And uh, Lone Star Park's going to have a bunch of uh, stakes races this weekend. Delaware Park's coming back with uh, four big stakes races, including the uh, Delaware Handicap and the Robert G. Dick Memorial. And of course, as you know, we're in a little bit of a respite in Southern California. Racing will resume at Del Mar on uh, a week from Friday, getting all the jazzed about that. So we're kind of revamping and retooling and uh, rebooting for Del Mar. And you know when Del Mar starts, Saratoga's right around the corner, and then it's really fun time. That's some, some summertime spa racing from coast to coast. It'll be great. So we got some good stuff happening, that's for sure. Now, um, want to also want to also get uh, the schedule from John of his Linda report, what he'll be doing. I, I think John's going to be doing Belmont Park this week as well. So we'll wait and see there. Okay? Um, as far as the folks around the country, big jackpots today include uh, 
Indiana Grand Racecourse, 166,573 in their pick six jackpot carryover. Louisiana Downs, their pick five jackpot carryover, $166,048. But that don't happen until, uh, that don't get back into action until Saturday. And even uh, the Northern California Fairs, Pleasanton has a super high five carryover, $165,255, which will kick in on Friday as well. So we've got some uh, good stuff happening. Now, uh, I am going to report this. It's it's a sad loss. But Harvey Pack and his famous, famous Pack at the Track shows from New York has passed away. Harvey Pack, he was insightful. He was irreverent at the time. He uh, he talked from the heart with his commentary on horse racing. He hosted the country's first nightly racing replay show. He passed away uh, yesterday in New York City, his home. He was 94. More than three decades, this guy, starting in the mid-1970s. I remember Harvey Pack, Pack at the Track. Best, one of the best-known personalities in New York. Celebrated as the voice of the common fan, the $2 better. He created and hosted racing replay shows like Thoroughbred Action and Inside Racing. Okay, with his analysis, his prediction, and his way of delivering. His Runyon-esque character type way. Uh, he created the Paddock Club at Belmont Park in Saratoga. Um, uh, he was uh, a Manhattan-based syndicated writer and uh, wrote for newspapers, etc. was on many radio stations. And he started the uh, stuff in between races for broadcasting. He said, you know, why not after a race call and, call, and you know, between the one race to another, Pac said, it... it uh, why not do uh, some uh, analysis and, and handicapping, etc.? And uh, that created Pack at the Track. Now, uh, Pack at the Track, uh, you, you see uh, simulcasting all over the place. Forget about the TV networks. I mean, they're supposed to have, uh, you know, commentators, etc. But uh, the racetracks started with all their simulcasting started. They had Phil uh, in between and actually started doing what w- would be a television production. Um, and I, I'm proud enough to say that, uh, you know, I was the, the first uh, ever simulcast talent for the Kentucky Racing uh, Circuit, Northern California Racing Fairs, etc. So I know what it's all about, and I'll tell you one thing, uh, Harvey Pack was the innovator, that's for sure. And so um, he lived a long life. He uh, did exactly what he wanted to do his entire life. And uh, he has made a mark on this business. He has made a mark on horse racing. Harvey Pack, 94, gone. All righty. We're going to go to our first break. When we come back, we're going to start doing stuff for you, so don't go away. We might even have a pick or two coming along the way from uh, Dave Valento. Don't know, but we'll find out, won't we? Don't go away. We'll be right back on your Wednesday race day show. Looking ahead to spa to spa racing. This is closing week at Belmont Park. And then Saratoga and Del Mar starts. And boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, are we going to have fun. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on race day now i want to remind our listeners out there that uh, are beyond the uh, state of nevada that uh, you know there are certain racetracks we can't get in las vegas right now with the simulcasting uh impasse with uh, certain entities, mostly uh, the Churchill Downs' own operated and controlled simulcast signals. Uh, they're still at an impasse with the Nevada Paramutual Association here. So when we do our menu, as I indicate every day when I do it, we, um, you know, we uh, don't have them on our racing menu because our racing menu is, is uh, the racing menu that uh, people here in Las Vegas, since we are race day Las Vegas, can play at the uh, books every day. But it goes without saying that, uh, you know, Churchill Downs rolled along with some great racing there. And just wanted to give you a heads up on uh, today. Today, Indiana Grand has some great races that you can play. Uh, let's see. They've got uh, a host of them. you got the Michael G. Schaefer Memorial. you got the Mary Holman George Memorial the Jonathan B. Schuster Memorial. So they're getting all the memorials out of the way today. But along the way, you got the Indiana General Assembly Distaff, so they took care of the politicians there. But the two big races, in addition to those four today, include the Indiana Oaks, a grade three for three-year-old fillies for two hundred grand at a mile and 16th, and the Indiana Derby for $300,000, a grade three, also at a mile and 16th. So I just wanted to give you a heads up on that, that uh, there's a big racing card today at Indiana Grand. All right? And now we'll go to our menu. By the way, uh, you know, talking about uh, Dave Valento can uh, step on board for uh, Canterbury Park. What a big day they had yesterday. For gamblers, anyhow, the pick five yesterday at the Canterbury, 50-cent pick five. $4,000. $4,559. Wow. They had a trifecta for $0.50 cents to pay $3,980. So if, uh, if Dave can't make it with us, and he's sitting in the meeting right now, but if he can't make it with us, um, his service, the uh, trackphantom.com, will have Canterbury today, that's for sure. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available here in Las Vegas at our racebooks today. First post times we broadcast on this menu each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. You know that. And if you're listening here in Las Vegas at Sports Talk 1400 AM where we emanate and originate all this stuff, well, you know these will be the first post times that roll out in our books today. We're in the Pacific time zone. Now, if you're listening on our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your devices with your phone apps, your Androids and your iPhones, or your podcasting and listening to a podcast however you get it, and you're not in the Pacific time zone, you'll have to adjust to the Pacific time zone. And again, because I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? All right, so here's the menu of racetracks available today. First post times, Pacific. These are the tracks available in the race books in Las Vegas. Okay? We start, by the way, there are, uh, what, seven tracks available today in our race books. However, Indiana Grand, unfortunately, is not one of them. Duly noted. All right, time to get started. If you're ready, I'm ready. Are you ready? Boom. All right, here we go. We begin with uh, 
Parks Racing. Parks Racing is the first one up. Parks has a first post time of 9.55. 9.55 at Parks. After that, uh, Finger Lakes. Finger Lakes uh, has a first post time of 10.10. Upstate New York, Finger Lakes. And then next comes Delaware Park. Delaware Park starts its racing at 10.15. 10.15 first post at Delaware Park. Following that, you got to go all the way to 2.30 this afternoon. And a track that's coming into Las Vegas, I think... I can't remember. I get this for the first time. Arizona Downs. Arizona Downs is on our menu. First post time, 2.30. Arizona Downs. Wow. All righty. Then you've got Penn National. <clears throat> Penn National will kick in at 3 o'clock this afternoon. 3 o'clock, Penn National. And then after that, you'll have uh, Canterbury Park. They'll start at 3.10. 3.10 at Canterbury Park. And then your uh, last track on the menu today is Evangeline Downs. Evangeline starts at 3.50. That's their first post time there. And that is the schedule of uh, racetracks available in our race books here in Las Vegas. And again, you know, we don't have to tell you that uh, Indiana Grand, big day there. They have a pick six jackpot. If you can play it out there, 166,573. Make sure Wednesday kind of kick it in. And we will kick in with more for you right after this. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. I want to remind you that uh, at Canterbury Downs uh, today, you can get uh, Dave's stuff at uh, his website, uh, at, uh, trackphantom.com. And like I said, big, uh, big day racing out at Indiana Downs. But we're going to talk more right now on this show about something that's going to be very interesting for horse players. Now, coming up at Del Mar, you know they had that chip and win program for the owners uh, trying to get horses from other jurisdictions to come in and race at Del Mar so we have bigger fields to gamble on. But um, that chip and win worked real good. But they have tweaked it to a point now where the upcoming Del Mar season and the way they tweaked the ship and win bonuses, etc., plays right in to how we should handicap. It should be another handicapping element along with all the other stuffs we do. And it is, it's, it's really nice that we have enough time on this show this Wednesday before Del Mar starts next week to explain it to you. And the guy that can explain it to you, explain it to you, uh, a little Ricky Ricardo there, uh, the guy that can explain it to you more than anybody else is a guy who is a handicapper, a better, and a horse owner. And you know what I'm talking about. John Lando, good morning. 
Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine, but I want to, you know, I got to get, uh, I got to get well versed on this because it is going to affect, uh, I think, I believe, handicapping and gambling, is it not? Absolutely, and it is a factor that we need to, to take into account because of how the ship and wind rules have been expanded for 2021. So, you know, to to get into it, first of all, a horse qualifies for the ship and wind program if they have not raced in California in the last 12 months and if their last start was outside the state of California. So you're going to look at the beginning at Del Mar. You want, the horses that qualify will have not started in California since July of last year, mm-hmm. and the last start has to be outside the state of California. Okay. Now, uh, the, the first thing is uh, when a horse makes a start coming in from out of state, they automatically get a $4,000 starter bonus. In other words, that kind of pays the shipping to get on out here. Okay. And that's for every horse, whether it's a claimer or a stakes horse, they all get that starter shipping bonus. So okay. in other words, they're shipping in horses. You can tell an owner you can ship in, and it's not going to cost you anything to put uh, plant that horse on the backstretch of Del Mar, and then you work from there. Right. Basically, you know, it, it, it costs a bit, let's say from the East Coast or Kentucky, it costs about 5000 to fly a horse out. Okay. So that, that almost takes care of the whole nut there. If you van the horse out, it's probably about 2800 So you, it covers your nut as far as getting the horse on the ground. So oh. that's the whole idea of that. A good move. Now, yeah. let's, say, uh, let's say I claimed a horse out at, at Churchill Downs for $25,000, and I run the horse out here. Well, if I run the horse on the dirt... The horse is running not only for the purse that's listed in the program, mm-hmm. but you're also running for an additional 50% bonus in the purse. So 50%. if the purse is if the purse is uh, uh, ten thousand, you're racing for uh, wow, you're racing for ten thousand, well, a little bit more well, you're than ten thousand. Fifteen thousand. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, no, they so, get no, an extra. They get an extra five thousand dollars or an extra f- uh, uh, percentage bonus. Whatever the winners, sh- whatever the share of the purse you earn, uh-huh. you get a fifty percent bonus. So let's so, say so for ten grand, what's it six grand? What's that? For a ten thousand dollar purse, a winner gets six grand. Yes. So you so would get nine instead. You get nine then. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So in a in a maiden race of sixty thousand dollars, you're actually running for a purse of ninety thousand dollars. Oh man. Oh okay. Man. So that's on the dirt. If you run a horse on the turf mm-hmm. that's eligible for the ship and win, you get a forty percent bonus on it. So a little less, but the whole idea is we need more dirt horses in California. Correct. Yeah. So they bumped it up on the dirt, which is a great idea. Right. Now the kicker for for us as handicappers now, let's say again I I, I claim a horse and I bring it out here. And I lose it the first week for whatever, twenty-five or $32,000. Now, when the horse runs back, the horse is still eligible throughout the meet for the ship and win bonus money. So the ship but and the win ship- bonus travels with the horse through whatever barn he's uh, going through uh, at Del Mar once he comes in and qualifies from out of state. Exactly. All right. But and the, the key is that... When the horse runs back, whether it's in your barn still or a different barn, uh-huh. that bonus money, let's say he wins after you lose the horse and goes to somebody else and wins. Right. What happens that then? Purse bon- the purse bonus money goes to the owner who, who brought the horse in in the first place. Okay. So you're still getting paid. So, again, as an owner, it tells me, let's be very aggressive early in the meet. Let's say I, I claimed a horse for $40,000. Right, right. Maybe I'll run the horse for twenty-five or thirty-two. If I can win the purse, I've got the bonus money. Mm-hmm. If I lose the horse, I no longer pay training bills on that horse. But if he comes back and runs well, I get a bonus on the purse anyways. Again. All right. So here's the deal: horse comes in from out of state, runs the race at Del Mar, wins, gets the bonus, gets claimed by Peter Miller, comes back, it wins, uh, and. Uh, Peter gets a bonus, and the original owner that it was claimed from before gets a bonus as well? Well, the new barn will race for the regular purse money, okay. whatever's listed. Okay. The bonus money will go to the, the people who brought the horse to California. All right, so once the horse gets claimed by somebody in Southern California, the bonus as far as the purse money uh, does not apply to the new uh, owners, but it applies to the original ones that brought it in. Right, but again, me as a, a horse owner, if I look at a horse and I think, well, they're running this horse too low. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with running for the regular purse money if I claim a horse and get a good live horse at well, a solid level. It's a bargain there's, there's, for you. Yeah, and th- so it's a win for me. 
it's a win for the previous owners who now no longer have to pay any training bills. Right. And if I can win on the raise, they're gonna they're not gonna be mad at me. They're gonna come over and buy me a cold drink because I, I made them some money. You just made them money. Now this yeah. this is a rippling effect that's gonna happen throughout the meet. So man, when you see these horses coming in and start getting claimed from other people, the guys who brought them in. Uh, you know, are just going to kick back and relax in the turf club and hope they keep winning, those horses keep winning. Well, now, let me ask you this. Once the meet starts, does this apply? Like halfway through the meet, a guy says, okay, I'm going to go back to, uh, you know, the East Coast, claim, get a few more horses and bring them out again. Do they get the bonus throughout the meet, or do the horses have to be there at the start of the meet? Throughout the meet, Ralph, I could look at Ellis Park right now mm-hmm. and try and find a couple of horses to bring out during the meet. Now, the timing is the important part because it takes time not only to get out here, right, right. but to get used to the racetrack and then find a race to run. So, you know, th- this is things, uh, these wow. are items that guys have been working on for a couple of months now. Wow. So you see the Sharpies, a guy like an owner like a Bob Bone who races a lot in, sure. in Maryland. I know, I know he's got horses out here. Uh, the syndicate Little Red Feather has horses they've brought out for this. Uh-huh. You're going to see a lot of guys with some new faces getting very and, – and the trainers who had split their stables, guys like a Phil D'Amato had horses at Oaklawn Park. Mm-hmm. Peter Miller had a barn at, at Churchill Downs. You don't think that they claim some horses and keeping them on wraps to, to run them out here? Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, that, yeah. this, is, this is a – this is a new dimension to the claiming game. I mean, Bob Bone, as we know, for years used to have uh, claiming horses in California. Uh, I'm sure that Mr. Barber's got a few uh, hanging around back east with his trainers coming back out. I mean, Peter Miller, uh, he had, uh, like you said, and D'Amato had uh, stables at uh, Oaklawn, and I believe Miller's got one back east, don't he? He still does. He's yeah. back in New York, and Vladimir Seren had a barn up at Belmont Park. Uh, Mark Cassie is coming in. He trains for Gary Barber. I'm sure Gary said, send some of my horses out when you come out so we can run for that bonus money. Right, and come on out with him and enjoy some Del Mar uh, hospitality. Exactly. So I think it's going to be a program that will help really bump up the horse population. I know, uh, you know Del Mar is quietly very optimistic. Oh, they should they're be. Gonna have, yeah, that the field sizes will be good and that they're going to fill races. And uh, they're being aggressive. And, you know, not only this credit to Delmar, but credit to Santa Anita, who is partnered on this program as well. They will continue some type of ship and win when the, the Santa Anita meet begins after Delmar. And some of these horses who qualify for this program have already started once or twice at Santa Anita. That's what I was going to ask you. Remember, we were talking about Santa Anita for the ship and win thing to get a horse like prepped for uh, getting that extra bonus at Del Mar, they allowed them one or two races at Santa Anita, and that fills the races there as well to get ready for Del Mar and not be penalized, correct? Exactly right. So you could get them in early, get a race out in California, get your horse fit, and, you know, don't be surprised if you see some of these horses that came in from out of town. Maybe they were running a little bit over their head at Santa Anita. Mm-hmm. Watch them drop for the money the first two weeks and really, you know, go for the juggler and try and get all this bonus money. So you're going to have to take into account there's going to be probably horses that look like negative droppers, horses dropping that are in good form. Well, why is this horse dropping in class? Mm-hmm. Well, if they qualify for these bonuses, it's not necessarily a negative. So we're going to have to factor that into our handicap. Well, I know, John, that you with the Linda Report does that research and always footnotes all of that stuff on your Linda Report every day, including first-time geldings, etc. Nobody else does that, and certainly it's going to be a popular item with the Linda Report exclusively at the uh, South Point. But uh, will the Daily Racing Forum or Equibase or any of the other uh, past performance providers have a special symbol for something uh, of this nature so it would be easier for the folks to figure out? I don't know that there's been any kind of uh, discussion about creating some type of new symbol. And, you know, it's hard because the Daily Racing Form past performances, each running line is so full of information. There isn't a whole lot of room to add another symbol or another, you know, uh, whether it be an asterisk or anything else like Mm -hmm. that. So uh, I don't know if they're going to have anything like that, which, you know, to me is if we can point it out, we have at least a little advantage. All right. So now... What we have to do is, in addition to the handicapping elements that we have, like uh, horses for courses, or you know that, that applies at Del Mar, uh, and intent is a big thing, and this is part of intent that we have to be 
pretty uh we're gonna have to spend a, maybe another cup of coffee on the past performances every day to uh you know take a look at the pp lines and say wait a minute this horse is dropping from here and i guess um some sort of uh running lines that make sense would be something that you have to sit there and say i got to put this horse in my gimmick yeah, and, you know, guys who handicap Southern California regularly, mm-hmm. you know the trainers who are going to be aggressive. You know Peter Miller is oh, not yeah. afraid to drop and win. No. You know Phil DeMotto will run horses where they can win. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, guys like Mark Glad will have horses out here. And then guys with big barns who can turn horses over, I think they're going to be a little bit more aggressive than maybe a smaller barn that can't do those, those type of things with the numbers they have. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, one other portion of the, of the ship and win program, too, for the two-year-old maidens, the maiden special weight races on the dirt, mm-hmm. uh, if you're from a barn that has less than 60 horses, you're racing for a 25% bonus as well. So this is the, uh, we don't want to run against a three-horse field against Bob Baffert in a maiden special weight. Let's get some more horses in here and see if uh, some of the small guys can take out a big purse. All right, so now, uh, in, in addition to this, in the maiden races, for just for two-year-olds? Just two-year-olds on the dirt. Two-year-old maiden races on the dirt. If you come in with a stable of 15 horses or whatever, or does this include everybody? Does this include uh, California horsemen too? Yes, California horsemen as well. So in other words, anybody. It's based on barn field size, right? If you have less than 60 horses, if that trainer has less than 60 horses in training, and, and he goes and he, in a two-year-old maiden special weight. On, right? on the dirt, and he wins and beats Baffert, uh, he gets uh, a bonus. Right, and you're looking at probably a $70,000 purse for maidens. Wow. Now they're running for you know, an extra 25%. They're running for nearly $100,000. We got to really get we got to really get in tune with this because these these are pockets of opportunity before um, you know, uh, every it becomes commonplace. Well, that's why uh, the, every time they were trying to up these programs during the, the winter, we were kind of mentioning it on the air from time to time. Right, right. Because it it really is a way that the tracks can get horses back out to California. You know, I applaud these guys for being aggressive. I hope the horsemen take advantage of it. And if they do, the beneficiaries are us, the horse players. Absolutely, because uh, I know they do it to bring in more horses to bulk up the fields. But the 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 byproduct of that is players want to play with bigger fields, better odds. And you got to think that they're going to produce some better prices with some of these horses that uh, have, uh, like you said, the uh, the system or the intent of what uh, they're doing back there to come here and drop them. Who cares? I'm going to get the bonus anyhow, etc. And we can, and as a byproduct of that, we get to cash some nice tickets. Right. Well, and in general, the horses that come out here, they tend to stay on the circuit. They don't leave again at the end of the meet. So. Right. Long-term effects, hopefully it, it helps you know, improve the horse population, not only for Del Mar, but uh, for, for Los Alamitos' summer meet, and then you have uh, Santa Anita of the fall meet, right. and back to Del Mar again in the fall. And we'll see you know, if it's very, very popular. Don't be surprised to see some type of similar programs going on down the line. Well, there should be. I mean, that, that would really help. In the end, it helps the people at the, at the end of this entire chain is uh, the customer, us, the people who pay the bills anyhow, you know, the ones that are at the checkout uh, counter after we bought everything. And if it helps us, it will be uh, a rippling effect that goes right back. So uh, I don't know who thought of this. I bet you there were plenty of meetings and, and uh, conversations about it, but they, uh, they hammered out a program that I think is going to be successful. I really do. I do too. And, and you know, for us too as horse players, Ralph, if you see the same fields all the time, you kind of get uh, bored with it. Yeah, so we're going to see some new faces, some new angles, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be challenging. And that's that's kind of the fun part. It sure is. That's for sure. I'm glad we had enough time on the show to explain this, and uh, you know, when it uh, to to clarify it at, at times when I ask you uh, follow up questions, etc. So people that really understand that. But your Lindo report, your footnotes at your Lindo report. Uh, I would assume, or in the uh, when you handicap the races and give uh, your one-liners about why you like the horse on top, second, and third, we'll, uh, of course, incorporate this as well, no doubt. 
Oh, sure, yeah, as long as there's space. And, you know, uh, hopefully there's not enough room to list all the shipping yeah. in, the, in the news and notes. That would be <laughs> that would be ideal. But we'll include as much of that information on a daily basis, depending on space, that, that we can. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, let's face it, if there's like six uh, winning your in horses in, in a race that maybe has 12 in it now, but uh, you know, and two of them are one. Uh, two of them are one of the uh, top three that you give. I'm sure that uh, in the handicapping uh, portion, right underneath, you'll mention that. Oh, sure. Again, because it all goes to intent. Yeah, yeah. And that's the idea. Yeah. Wow, this is good stuff. This is really exciting stuff. Now, the calendar. We go to Del Mar uh, a week from Friday, right? That's the opening of Del Mar. Yes. This, yeah. We start on the 16th. Oh, now, right after Labor Day, Los Alamitos kicks in with what? A three-week meet? A two-week meet? Something like that? Uh, three weeks. I think there's ten days of racing. Yeah. Two three-day weeks, and yeah. then a closing week of four days. And then, and then we go back to Santa Anita. No, then we go back to Del Mar. We go to Santa Anita. They'll have their fall meet, which would be, I think, a big meet because. The Breeders' Cup is at the beginning of the Del Mar Fall Meet, so a lot of those major prep races in California would be that first weekend at Santa Anita. Like so. they always were with, with Oak Tree, you remember? The Oak Tree always had a big... That's exactly right. Yeah. And, so then, we and, then, some, yeah. and then we'll go back to Del Mar, and then uh, we don't go to Los Alamitos before Christmas, right? Or do we? Oh, we do. There's we got it. Oh, so we got another one. Okay. Yeah. All right, so here's the pecking order. Del Mar, Los Al, Santa Anita, uh, uh Back to Del Mar. Del Mar, and then... Uh, close out, we close out the year with Los, uh, Los and then the day after Christmas, the racing year starts all over again in Santa Anita. And you believe that, uh, as I do, that this new revamping of conditions to help out to get horses out here will be uh, carried over into these meets as well? I, I really do. And, uh, again, the, I'm so glad that this, you know, the racing calendar in california they're doing they're not standing still uh, because the status quo isn't going to work so no. they're, they're they're doing what they can in a way that makes a lot of sense not only to uh you know the horseman you can now call somebody to bring a horse back out here because mm-hmm. yeah now we're running with competitive purses to places that have slots but yeah you yeah and then you have the new people mm-hmm. you're going to have the old guys hey i better go out and get a couple and bring them in here yeah and, uh, you know, you're going to go to the sales and, hey, uh, I'm running for some interesting programs out there. So, yeah, uh, I think it helps top to bottom the industry in California, which is a, a much-needed shot in the arm. Well, all I can tell you is this is a new wave of uh, conditions, et cetera, that I think is going to be a payoff at the end, which is, of course, uh, higher handles, more opportunities for players to make money. And it's uh, pretty darn exciting because you know, as I do, John, and uh, all of uh, the people that we talk to, et cetera, uh, their thoughts about California, Southern California racing, and this was uh, pre-pandemic, got worse during the pandemic, and now we're coming out of it. Uh, people were thinking that racing in Southern California was so stagnant and anemic that they didn't know how long uh, they thought, uh, you know, racing was going to continue before they chop up Santa Anita and make it a uh, housing development. Well, I know that the industry understands how important it is to have major racing in Southern California. I know the sales companies like Aphasic, Tipton, and Keeneland. I mean, if they lose the the amount of horses that are sold at those sales to come out to California, they're going to take a hit. So it affects everybody. And the amount of people that are employed in California, you know, it's it's a billion, multi-billion dollar industry. So it's not something that if it goes away, you can say good riddance. It's going to affect everybody. So... Uh, the industry understands the importance, and I think everybody's trying to work together. Well, how do we make it better? Uh, this is a start, and oh, let's boy. see how it works. I and the s- best thing we can do is, you know, support it at the windows, Ralph. If they're if they're making oh. the effort, let's push some money through the windows and tell them, I like the bigger fields. I'm going to bet. Well, more. you know, uh, it's a natural reaction. If you give me more opportunities of making money, you darn right I'll be in action. And and exactly. uh, yeah, boy, I don't have to talk to you about it. I know you're <laughs> going to do it. You know, that's for sure. All right, John. Uh, I'm so glad we had an opportunity and time on this show to explain it to people. So when we get started with Del Mar, we can refer to it and and, uh, start making some good money. And uh, I'll ask you to stick around for maybe the last segment with uh, Jerry, and we'll uh, wrap up Los Alamitos and uh, do a little analysis, okay? Sure. But here's the one thing, John. This This is one song I think you'll like.
STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. And, uh, John, we're going to bring in uh, Jerry Jackowitz for this uh, final segment. Jerry, good morning. Good morning. Uh, i got to compliment both of you, uh, John and Ralph. That was a great segment. I came in a little bit after the beginning of right. it, but... Uh, you know, um, as we talked in the off off moments, uh, the ship and win at Del Mar is going to be a big, big factor this year as it is every year, but maybe even bigger this year. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, With the new, and, va- uh, new new revamping that they got this year, it's going to be a home run, I guarantee you. That's for sure. Right. Uh, real quick, uh, John, Los Alamitos, who won that uh, jock title? Juan Hernandez won a race on the last day. He was the leading leading rider there with uh, nine winners. And uh, more important than anything else, Ralph, Handel was up over 11% yeah. from 2019 when they had uh, the last time the fans were on track. Right, so, no, but, yeah, no, yeah. no pandemic. I hate when people are comparing us to 2020 because that was a year that we all want to forget, and that's not the right comparison. When you do it to right. 2019, you've done something. Exactly right. So congratulations to Los Alamitos. They put on a good show, and the, the racing was really good. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was. And Bob Baffert, cares <laughs> guy. He went. He went well, uh, well, I, I would say other than Bob Baffert, it was the great. It was the best <laughs> meet. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it. guys. It's, just, it's sort of. It's sort of boring when he runs the horse. <laughs> there were sixty-one races one uh, run at Los Al. Thirty-eight different trainers won a race at Los Al this meet. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's really good. That's yeah. really good. You know, when you're a handicapper and you have a, a slightly offline trainer who's at eight to one, and you feel like, oh, I have a chance with this. You're 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 really going to enjoy horse racing when you're, you know, when you when you're not one of the top three or four jockeys trainers, and you're eight to one at Santina. Sometimes you feel like, well, I really would like to play this horse, but he doesn't have a chance at it. Yeah. It's it's rough. I mean, when the when the odds board sinks. But I will say I will say this. Um, the last couple of days, I had a lot of plays with Emily Ellingwood. Yeah. And um, and you almost you almost, kind of good, you almost got a boxcar with her at uh, thirty-five <laughs> to one. Yes, I did. But even yeah. the day after, and the, it was the five horse question authority, and I absolutely loved, absolutely loved, loved, loved the horse. Mm-hmm. And um, I took on a couple of competitors there. And um, yeah. the one horse all of a sudden f- flashed down to five to two, and I said, "Uh oh!" <laughs> and sure enough, the one beat my five. Yeah. So you still got to watch money in, when you're in California, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. Now I do want to ask you, uh, and John can comment as well. But we got a couple of minutes left. But I do want to ask you uh, because you, you know, you're from New York, and I know uh, yes, that I, am. I know that Harvey Pack Pack at the track had an influence on you. Yeah, um, well, Harvey, um, actually, I sort of started to learn handicapping with Harvey. Uh-huh. I'm not 
directly, but he had this fantastic, uh, he'd come out and do the Daily Double yeah. on the second floor of Aqueduct, uh-huh. and he had, they had a podium set up for him, and uh, he he would take the racing for him and open it up, and he would go through it. And he, he started to teach, when you would listen to him, you would actually learn a little bit about handicapping, right. and... Um, he had quite a flair about him. It was it was really he was really quite something with when, that. When I think of Har- Harvey Pack, I think of uh, you know a Damon Runyon type character. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he, he, was, a, he was a little bit of that. But unfortunately for Harvey, I got to know him a little long, a little more later on, particularly uh-huh. when I started making speed figures and selling them at Aqueduct. Uh-huh. Um, he wasn't, uh, you know, his personality on camera was really good, but off camera he was a. Uh, he wasn't. I didn't seem like the happiest guy in the world. But he seemed like he was just not that happy with what the way life. Well, he, out. I could tell you one thing. He was an innovator, and he cut uh, he cut the, oh, yeah. the teeth for all of us who did, did oh, yeah. later on the uh, simulcasting between races, etc. Well, he was. He you was would the, actually say this, Ralph. You would say that the term, at least if you're from New York, you'd say the term uh, "never bet a horse" is a favorite doing something he's never done before. Absolutely belonged to Harvey. Harvey I yeah. mean, yeah, which <laughs> is. Goes on and on and on, but he uh, right. he lived a, a great life, and he uh, passed away in his uh, New York City uh, yesterday. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, uh, he will always have an indelible mark as an innovator on this game, that's for sure. John, uh, you know, I know that uh, you know we're based uh, mostly on the West Coast, but even uh, even you knew and heard of uh, Harvey Pack, no doubt. Well, when I worked for Daily Racing Farm, I got a chance to meet Harvey, and, and uh, I liked the guy quite a bit. And like I say, he was an innovator. He was the first exposure to to a horse a horse player representing, uh, you know, and, and talking about yeah. the races to the general public. So yeah. he made it in terms that the horse players could understand. He made it fun. Uh, he had opinions, and it's it was like going to the track on a Saturday and and meeting up with your buddies and having discussions on who we're going to bet today. That's kind of the approach he took to it, and I think it changed how horse. Uh, you got to remember back when he started. There weren't simulcasts with nope. three different hosts on the show. Nope. There weren't all these other things going on. You had to kind of figure it out yourself, and and uh, Harvey did that for a lot of people. Yeah, no question. Well, he about was that. way better. He really was way better because, uh, as you said, John, he had this way of talking to you like he was your friend and you were handicapping with him. Yeah, and he exactly. was really, really quite. Fan- I have to tell you, uh, I, I guess it was about twenty minutes before the first post. And the entire second floor, it was it was on the back side of the aqueduct. Yeah. Um, the entire, I mean, the entire floor just like sucked over to it was like a vacuum cleaner just sucked all the people over to where he was. Well, you know, it was really amazing. You know, Harvey uh, was the guy who you know he represented the two dollar better out there, and that's right. what they loved about him. So, Harvey, wherever you're at, the big racetrack in the sky just got a uh, an absolute uh, gem. Uh, to represent them there, that's for sure. I want to thank you, uh, John Lindo, for the explanation of uh, the uh, the new program they got out at Del Mar. This is going to be exciting. And, of course, Jerry, uh, for your input uh, with Harvey as well. And we've done it again. We've wrapped up the show right on the computer time. So um, all i got to say is that uh, we'll gather again tomorrow for some more good stuff. I guess uh, Belmont will be running tomorrow, guys, right? No, Friday. Uh, Friday. Friday, okay. Well, we'll get something going tomorrow, that's for sure. In the meantime, since you're both here, we might as well get it in stereo today. Go ahead and say it. Have, Have a great race day, everybody. Have a great race day, everybody. everybody.